Welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you are listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. Well, tonight our topic is embracing change with Angie McDonald. What a great topic to have as we begin a new month and a new season. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for the week. And my question for this week is, name one change that occurs regularly that you dread. And one of the things I share is I dread the transition from sandals to shoes and boots. And then, of course, and there's that transition from shoes and boots to sandals. But each and every year, I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for this. And of course, I want you to chime in on whether it's Twitter or LinkedIn, on Facebook. Let me know what change you dread that you have to go through regularly. Well, some fun facts about change is, and these are seven facts about change and why you can't live without it. Change is unavoidable. Change can bring great things. Change helps us grow. Change feels scary sometimes. Change prepares you for disappointment. Change expands your horizon and change brings on new opportunities. Which is why I wanted Angie McDonald, the CEO of I Am Consulting LLC and Wounded to Wonderful Coaching, She provides collaborative expertise in assisting, training, optimizing, and preparing our underdeserved, at-risk, and immigrant communities through various motivational and professional efforts. Her professional expertise spanning 20 years in real-life experience allows her to have an affinity with those who are aware of their calling, profession, and purpose but are thawed by circumstances unforeseen or poorly avoided, lack of resources and information. Angie's motivational, empathetic, and positive stance provide all who she engages with the positivism and resources, tools needed to pursue their ultimate goals. From keynote speaking assignments to sharing stages with leaders like Gloria Mayfield Banks and industry innovators, Mrs. McDonald's is passionate about bringing the conversation of resilience, forgiveness, and self-discovery to the nations. Via Wounded to Wonderful Coaching, Angie is a board-certified grief support and transitional life coach. Her professional experiences with widowhood at a young age, extreme loss, and emotional disparity has afforded her the first-hand ability to turn challenges into opportunities of offering hope, information, and insight towards a new and rewarding life after losing it all. In this capacity, she provides intentional self-discovery tools to assist anyone who has experienced loss of a loved one, a way of life, and various life challenges. Her transitional aspect provides supportive and insightful strategies to make the next level rewarding. Angie's coaching motto is let us heal, grow, discover, and go from wounded to wonderful. Now I'm going to share my interview with Angie McDonald.
Well, listeners, I am excited because you know September is my birthday month. And I always like to um, just embrace another year, embrace another year of opportunities and experiences, which is why I wanted Angie McDonald, who is the author of Wounded to Wonderful, Seven Affirmations Towards Healing and Growth. And I wanted her to join us and just have a conversation about how we can embrace change and move past certain things that happen in our life. So, Angie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Janet. I really appreciate the invite. So the first thing before um, we get into the questions, what made you decide to help people and become a coach? Uh, Well, because helping has always been a natural part of who I am. I'm a personality. I'm a nurturer. And I come from a family of nurturers. Uh, My mom is the major uh, mother hen, we would love to call her. And uh, my sisters and I, it's just natural for us to give and be of support. So along with that and several personal life experiences um, that allowed me to really take focus on what I've experienced and realize it just wasn't for me to go through alone, uh, that there's someone out there that needs to know how I overcame. So that was my major inspiration to actually go forward with it, becoming a coach. So in your experience, what are some of the things that sometimes prevent us from moving forward? You know, it could be personal reasons, it could be professional reasons, but we seem to not grow from the situation and sometimes we just wallow in whatever it is. So what are some of the things you've experienced in working with people? Well, in working with people, I've understood, come to understand that uh, some folks have become comfortable with stagnancy and pity and um, just wallowing in uh, the past of what has happened rather than going through the phases of challenges, changes, grief, loss, and learning the beautiful lessons that even some ugly things in our lives that can, you know, can still bring beauty to who we are present day. So one of the strongest uh, uh, challenges I've had, like I said, is just folks getting comfortable with the loss, with the stagnancy, with the feeling sorry for themselves, of not forgiving themselves or forgiving others. Um, and that's something that we all face at times, but some dwell longer than others uh, due to emotional uh, setbacks and reasons. And the consistency of how these setbacks may happen can keep us in a stuck phase much longer than we'd anticipated. Mm, and it's interesting you say that how sometimes and, and people do and you know I know in my own life you know I've gone through a lot of things good and bad but I think sometimes for me Angie it's just getting up and getting out of the bed it's doing that little simple thing sometimes can help me move forward because I found if I just wallow in it like you said and just stay in the bed and not want to take my head from under the covers but once sometimes I just get up and maybe put on some clothes and fix my hair. Sometimes that helps me, even though, you know, sometimes the things seem like they are um, insurmountable and hard to overcome. Oh yeah. I've experienced that. You know, um, you know, I've experienced what really kind of pushed me to write this book was my experience with widowhood. And in those early phases of that roughly 10 years ago, um, there were many days I didn't want to get out of the bed. I kept replaying what happened in my mind and it just felt like a weight keeping me down um, while I allowed my mind to go to places I didn't want it to go. 
And like you said, you would put on clothes to try to perk yourself up. And I'm so blessed to have at that time two daughters who were just so intelligent and so aware of mommy's emotional state that they would come to me at my darkest times and perk me up or ask me a question, mommy, are you okay? Or say little affirming things like, mommy, you're a superhero. Uh, or you look pretty if you put this dress on. They would just find little cute out-of-the-pocket ways to perk me up. So I definitely, you know, attest to that, that it is a fight, but there are some things there that will pull us from that place where we don't want to be. And you're right. And I think sometimes for me, it's just one friend in particular, I'll just like either text her or pick up the phone and say, hey, I just need to talk. And and this is how I'm feeling. And just like sometimes just really verbalizing it, and knowing that somebody's out there listening just helps me move forward. But let's talk about your book. It's Wounded to Wonderful, Seven Affirmations Towards Healing and Growth. And you shared a little bit about why you really wrote the book. But tell our listeners yeah. more about your book. Okay. Well, Wounded to Wonderful, um, the seven affirmations are affirmations that I've uh, scripted as a result of overcoming various challenges. And I chose the most powerful uh, seven of the lot at the time to uh, express to others that it is possible to overcome, to grow from that hurtful experience. So what it is, it's a seven day or week um, guide empowering you to heal, grow, and discover. That's my little slogan there. Um, so it, it starts off with phases of um, my personal experience, what I've experienced that that's attached to that affirmation, what I've gone through. So it's a considerable amount of transparency, what I've gone through, the lessons I've learned. And then I come back with a challenge, challenging my reader to identify a similar or, you know, situation that makes you feel that same negative emotion or hurtful emotion and challenge it out. Put on the boxing gloves, which is your pen to the paper, identify it, call it by its name. You know, you know, like if you had a beef with someone or had a, you know, want to have a spat with someone, you call them by name, point them out, call them to the front and challenge them. So you would challenge that that hurtful feeling, that memory that's stuck on repeat, uh, that issue with forgiving that someone that hurt you and write it out. What's challenging me? And then uh, I go into encouraging you to learn how to manifest your positive outcome. So the next phase, which is where we're to, is to say it's happening, it's really happening and start telling me what's happening, telling yourself rather what's happening and then just, you know, become uh, become a champion of that circumstance. And you can do it as often or like I said, it can be daily, seven days or seven weeks because the content is that rich that you can span it out in a week. So it's really a guide to empower someone to face their challenges, see the beauty of it take the notes that life was teaching you and realize that some things are not only for you to experience, but you can be a conduit of change to someone who's stuck and you would have the seasoned and the exact word on how to help them push through and overcome. Mm, this sounds like a great, great book. And, you know, as I, I share with listeners is that, you know, I take a birthday as a new year, as a new season. You know, instead of waiting until January, this is the perfect time for me to reevaluate and look at things. And like you just shared, sometimes we do go through some hardships in life, but we can take that experience and really begin to help other people. Because when my mother passed away, I had no idea that I would be able to help my girlfriends who have gone through you know, or going through just taking care of their mother. 
and how I was able to share my experiences and give them insight and, and, and just give them, you know, things that they can do for themselves as well as the person they're taking care of. So you're right. Sometimes that stuff that we go through, it may be horrible, it may be hurtful, but we can help somebody else. Yes, ma'am. Indeed. Yeah. So as somebody, you know, is looking to really, you know, they may be feeling at a place where it's just a lot of things going on and they just don't understand and they may be feeling, you know, hurt and pain. How can you tell them to move forward? Like what is maybe one or two things they can do tomorrow to just kind of move forward? All right. Well, one of the biggest things I love to talk about when I'm doing power talks to either clients or groups is about digging deep. And of course, Wounded to Wonderful and everything I've associated with it has a lot to do with cultivation and um, learning to pull things out of dark places um, and seeing it also for its beauty. So, you know, when it comes to digging deep, I always challenge uh, my listeners or readers that um, sometimes we have to understand that growth requires uh, being in places that we find uncomfortable because it really pushes you and and manipulates in a positive way you to find areas of yourself that you didn't know you've had it helps you to discover parts of you that are powerful that are transforming that are life-changing not only for you you as an individual but for others countless individuals maybe the person right in front of you around the corner or around the globe so i always give that insight that you know situations come to make us stronger. We always say that, you know, what didn't kill me makes me stronger. We say that, but do we really understand the depth of that? What's really required? And it requires us to dig deep. It requires us to understand our vulnerabilities that we have as individuals um, and becoming uh, accountable with those vulnerabilities until you learn a way to master or to silence that, that static chatter in your mind that can mess with your confidence, that can mess with your, your ability to understand your self-worth. So it's learning how to silence the chatter, the negative chatter, and to get out of a defeated state of mind, you know, stay out of defeat, stay out of being bitter and broken. That's one of the things that I've had to learn and really claw my way out of in my uh, stages of widowhood. Um, to come out of being bitter, broken, unforgiving of myself, although I've done everything I could have done as a wife at that time. But, you know, with us, for those of us who are nurturers, um, it's easy to play the blame game on ourselves. What could have I done? Should have I prayed harder? Should I have uh, found more doctors? Should I have, you know, um, noticed signs quicker or sooner? And, you know, that's one of the things I try to encourage people that things do happen, um, whether we were aware privy or prior to it or not, but it's important for us to dig deep, find our vulnerabilities, find the issues that we find are triggers. If we hear a certain word, if, like for me, one of my triggers after my late husband passed in 2009 um, was that I hated to see couples complain or argue or bicker with each other because I'm like, at least you have someone to bicker with. Learn to appreciate them understand their flaws understand their differences and i was still having that issue of having that attitude you know like oh these married couples make me sick because i don't have my husband anymore mm-hmm. but then god took me on another uh t- test he was like all right you kind of getting it but not really i was invited to seven weddings after wow. the loss of my late husband wow seven 
back to back, like folks were just getting married out of nowhere. And I had to learn how to be present, learn that it wasn't about me at that time. And I had to learn how to celebrate people with the understanding that I've had a moment to celebrate what I've had and to be grateful for that experience and, and, and emulate that towards others in their present moment of joy and enjoying what life had brought them. You know, rather than seeing that mine was taken away, oh, how dare you get married? How dare you invite me? And you know what happened to me. So this is, these are the things that I really um, want folks to stand face to face with. And challenge, like I said, call that thing out, challenge it, look it dead in the eye and know that you're powerful and, and have the ability to overcome, grow from it and discover more awesomeness uh, in you that you do have. Ooh. Well, thank you so much, Angie, for your candor. Um, how can one listeners get in contact with you to hire you as a coach, a speaker, but also how can they get your book? Okay. Well, my book is currently available on Amazon. Uh, I did a good, I did a search and so far I'm the only Angie McDonald on Amazon. (laughs) That's wonderful. And my book will come up to the the top. I tried it on every, you know, everyone I know, uh, they're, devices and everything. And it's true. I'm the only Angie McDonald on Amazon. Uh, soon I'll be on Kindle. Uh, but to reach me, you can reach me at wounded, the number two, wonderful.com. Um, my Instagram handle is I am Angie McDonald. LinkedIn as well, because I do coach uh, professionals returning to the workplace um, at Mrs. Angie McDonald. And for Twitter, I, I am I am at I underscore am consulting. So that's I underscore M consulting. And of course, you can find all my particulars there. Reach out to me for my coaching packages. If you're an organization, I do come in as a consultant and do empowerment strategies for those returning to work after loss or uh, strenuous transitions. And uh, yeah, that's the ways you can reach me and find my book. And of course, listeners, you know, I will have a direct link on the show page to Angie's website. So Angie, I thank you so much for joining us and sharing and empowering us to truly move forward no matter what has gone on in our lives. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Janet. I, again, appreciate the invite and you're awesome. Thank you. And uh, I've learned a few tidbits from you and your, and your page on how to organize and get myself together a little better. And you've been, uh, but letting you know, you've been such a great inspiration in the uh, few weeks that I've known you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Listeners, that was a great interview, and I hope you will listen to it over and over again and learn something and know that you can go from whatever challenge that you have faced in life and recover. So now I wanted to get into my Taylor's tip time on how to stay organized during change. Number one is keep whatever paper, physical information organized. Number two, Use a calendar so that you can at least know what your schedule is and you don't have to always remember. Number three, make sure you eat. Number four, make sure you rest. And number five, and which is number very important, at least in my mind, is create a support group. So whatever change you're going through, maybe you're going through a layoff, maybe you're going through a loss of a loved one, maybe you have to go through a surgery. But create that support group that helps you navigate that change. Of course. So now 
What if you are going through a change? Maybe you decide that you want to get organized. So if you're tired of living with the piles from last year, you're ready to find things the first time, you want to better manage your time in your life, I want you to check out my Facebook group and join the Get My Life Totally Organized Facebook group. We're a community of people who are all journeying together to have that organized life. They post videos, they post photos, they post questions in regards to how they can be more organized in their life. At least once a week, I come on live and just give them like a little motivational pep talk, but also just to share some strategies. Sometimes when they post a video, I come on live and give them personal strategies. They, everybody in that group has access to me. So check it out. For the first 30 days, it's only a dollar. But then if you decide you want to really become a member of the group, it's $7 after that. And there is no long-term commitment. So please check it out. Or maybe you've decided you want to get organized, but you need a little bit of personal help. Well, check out my virtual sessions and you know, go to my website, sign up for a free 15-minute session. And just so we can discover how working together, I can take you from a cluttered space to a clear space. So again, go to my website, JanetMTaylor.com. Of course, I want to thank everybody out there for following me on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. And of course, this week, I want you to check out my Pinterest page, but check out the board on organized living to give you some tips and strategies and some inspiration on how you too can have that organized life. Of course, today is Monday. Tomorrow is Tuesday. And this Tuesday, I'd like you to get rid of the keys that belong to things you no longer own. Maybe you own the car, but you sold it like five years ago. You don't need the keys. You've moved twice. And you still have the keys from the very first house or apartment you lived in. So let's get rid of those keys. Now moving on to my app suggestion, my product suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion. So my app suggestion for this week is My Mat Walk. And because I'm a walker, I love walking. I feel walking helps you clear your mind sometimes. So My Map Walk helps you track everything from pace to stride to length. And plus, it has some personalized coaching tips for you. So check that out. My product suggestion is the My Body Passport. You know, we're moving on to birthday number 56 for Organizer Janet. And one of the things I did over the past weekend was I sat down, I logged online, got test results, and I marked them in the physical My Body Passport. So I always know my latest test results, my latest blood pressure reading, my latest blood test results. And it's always good to have that physical copy as well. So check that out. My repurpose suggestion is taking dishes that you may think are broken or not usable and repurpose them. I used old dishes for, um, under my plants, um, for, um, you know, when I water my plants, (coughs) excuse me, you can break dishes up, put them in the garden. You can create all kinds of things. So check out my Pinterest board on repurpose. And of course my book selection comes from our guests and the book selection for this week is wounded to wonderful. 
It's wounded to wonderful. So check that out as well. Well, my quote for this week is, if you don't like something, change it. And if you can't change it, change your attitude. I'm going to repeat that. If you don't like something, change it. But if you can't change it, just change your attitude about it. Well, I'm excited because it is September and our next episode, we will be talking about organizing our closet and some key pieces that we need. We're also going to be talking, ladies, about wig organization because we've got the hair pieces, the, the wigs and all of that other stuff and how to keep that stuff organized, but also maintain it because that's an investment as well. Some home office organizing from a fellow professional organizer and some home organizing advice from a professional organizer as well. So I truly want to thank each and every one of you for listening. Please share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And please, of course, visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com, which actually is going to be going through a major renovation. So have a clutter-free day, but most all, have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.